Hi everybody, this is Gary Underwood, Hoops and Cards Podcast, coming at you episode 5. Part of my story, and many of yours, involves new platforms for buying and selling, flipping, and even collecting cards, and I want to talk a bit about those and my story jumping in on Starstock. I didn't physically jump, but I did put some money, I did send some cards. A lot of you are uh, listening to episodes and podcasts that talk about Starstock. Some of you have never heard of the thing, or maybe you've heard it's a word, but you don't know what to do with it yet. I'm just saying there's tons of potential, and and some strategies will unwrap here as the All-Star break is past us. Tonight we've got a full set slate of games. I can't wait for Kevin Porter Jr. I'll tell you why. But uh, yeah, Hoops and Cards Nation. I know you're not big enough yet to be called a nation, but... Uh, That's just what we do, man. We collect, we connect. Let's dive into it. All right, everybody. Tonight, I want to tell you a little bit about my star stock story. You know, like like most of us, I was dealing and still am in actual physical cards that I'd buy at the store, at the show, on eBay, you know, whatever. And uh, But last year, at some point, started to hear more about uh, vaults, like online companies like ComC and, and Starstock and others that, that they would keep the cards physically in a vault somewhere that you send them or that others sent them and you bought, and they would keep your collection for you virtually with pictures and descriptions and you could manage them. You can go in and do this. Create your own account, manage them, arrange them, list them for certain prices, receive offers for them. And uh, there's some things that I have just started to really enjoy about that. I don't have to wrap and ship cards. I don't have to worry about is the U.S. Postal Service going to get there on time. I don't have to pay sales tax or PayPal or eBay seller fees. So come on. I'm like, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try Starstock in a real way. When Kevin Durant jumped in, even though I'm a Cavaliers fan, not a big fan of KD that way, or Kyrie right now for that matter. Point being, I went in on Starstock. Oh, excuse me, Starstock, twenty five bucks, and I uh, said, so I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna test this market out. And so I bought and sold cards. I was dealing in cards less than a dollar. I would go on and put uh, low offers for rookies. They're all rookies at Starstock. Rookies of players that I knew were probably going to start off the season better and maybe their prisms would go up or already had like leading into the NBA season, they had gone up, but some of the Don Russ and Starstock assigns a grade to the condition of the card. You can buy and sell PSA cards there, but they also, if they have raw cards, they'll give it Starstock A, B, or C. And guess what? A might be a 10, might be a nine, PSA nine or 10. Starstock B might be an eight or nine. Starstock C Shoot, I wish I hadn't sent those cards in, you know? Uh, but I went in and was buying some of those uh, lagging behind the prism exploded market again going into the NBA season in January. I was buying some Darius Garland, Don Russ, you know, Starstock Bees, putting in low efforts for like under 50 cents for a lot of these guys. DeAndre Hunter. I actually looked at football. I looked at Nick Chubb, Ronald Jones, Chris Godwin. I figured some of these teams, I didn't know about the Browns, but some of these teams might make a deeper playoff run or some of these NBA rookies might get more playing time 
or some of these Major League Baseball. I actually did go on a couple of Major League Baseball websites because that's going to be a big opportunity, guys, on Star Stock. People buying complete baseball sets or ripping um, hobby boxes of the new tops and then sending all the rookies into Star Stock because they process them, enter them into the system, and then they're in your virtual collection to buy or sell and uh, or just let them sit there as they grow. You know, some of those rookies, you ever go through a box that you hadn't looked at in six months and all of a sudden you're finding a Julius Randall prism and you're like, Christmas, baby. Uh, I found a Malik Beasley rookie in a quarter box uh, the other day. So so all that to say, there's a place now, uh, Starstock, to send in all of those. They process them for free, right? You can manage them. You can see them. They actually evaluate the card's condition. And then you can choose, hey, if I just want to sell off a bunch of these and let my balance grow and buy some great cards, I can do that. If I want to sell um, you know, some of them or put prices on them and just wait till they go back up. That's what I'm doing with uh, Jaron Jackson's right now. I've listed a few but I'm like, boy, when that guy comes back, give it a week or two. There's some that I'm going to hold on for a while. And there's some that I'm like, I can't wait for my man, JJJ, to get back in the game. Anybody know when he's coming back? He's one of those guys like Karis Levert. There are guys on the sidelines that are going to be back in. Kevin Porter Jr., hopefully tonight for Houston. I don't know because I'm doing this podcast. But hopefully some of these guys that have been out, DeAndre Hunter, Spencer Dinwiddie, they have a chance to get in. And uh, their cards may see a bump. And I've done that with Starstock. I've looked at putting in offers of less than 35 cents for, again, the Starstock Bs of young prospects, all rookies. And then as sellers go in, and they may just be clearing inventory, right? They may be sending in boxes of thousands of cards for all I know, and they just want to sell them and get something for them. They don't want to carry these dime boxes around to card shows, you know, with little kids and their snotty COVID hands going through everything. Like they just, they're just like, get, get me, get me something good in return or let me accumulate some money. So, so they might accept a lot of low offers and they have for me gradually. So I'm building up a stash of 10 cent Jake Fromm prism rookies. Oh, that's a football name. You don't know. I'm not going to give away all of my Darius Garland's or all the guys I'm looking at basketball wise, but I will say this. If you want to try out Starstock, you can start small. You can go in and say, hey, I'm just here for the Shake Miltons, <laughs> even though they don't have hoops in this. Like, I am just here for the prospects. You can also go in and say, I'm here for the superstars. I'm here for that Giannis rookie. I'm, I'm here to stockpile Justin Herbert rookies. I'm looking at getting a deal on a Zion PSA 9. You know, sometimes you put in an offer and somebody just needs the cash or they, they've got something else they've got their eye on. You guys know how it is. So star stock is a chance. And so I went in, bought $25 worth of small you know, prospects that I had made offers for. And literally within a couple of weeks, it was up to 80 bucks because I would resell them. I'd buy a card for 25 cents, sell it for a buck. Yeah. Because that guy would have a good game that night and people would be back on buying. Oh, no, I can't, I, can't, I can't miss out on Keldon Johnson's big future because he had one good night. You know, so that's, that is um, an opportunity because we do react. I mean, for better or worse, a lot of you did buy Taylor Horton Tuckers and a lot of you did sell Taylor Horton Tuckers. A lot of us want to know who is going to be that next wave as we come out of the All-Star break and into the 
playoff push here in the NBA and the trade deadline and who's going to get Oladipo if he's dealt, who's going to get Andre Drummond if he's bought out. Not even saying sometimes that it's those guys' cards that you're going to want to chase after. It might be the, the playing time that's affected by them and those transitions, right? Oladipo gets dealt. What if Kevin Porter Jr. steps in and has him some 25-point nights and just looks super smooth for a 20-year-old kid doing it? I'm not trying to pump up the value of my own cards that I'm selling. I'm just saying I'm excited to see him play. I'm, I'm from near Cleveland. I went and saw him uh, several times last season have just breakout games, and it's like, this kid is really good. Plays three different positions. Anyway, not the point of this podcast. What I'm saying is, if you're not on Starstock, I'd encourage you to try it out. They're not paying me to say this. I like, I've, I've enjoyed testing it out. And then what I did, I tested the buying sell. Then I sent in some of my own cards. I didn't send 200 the first time. I think I sent 50. You know, I didn't send my best players. I mean, I sent some, some Derek Whites, some Keldon Johnsons. I probably just sent all my Spurs, you know, but I, I sent in cards that I, I knew I probably wasn't going to ever grade. Okay. Some of them might've been gradable, but they weren't in my already card saver, you know, ready to go to PSA or HGA or whoever's going to do it under two years time processing. Like I, I was sending in the other guys, those rookies that were like 10 bucks or less, 15 bucks or less. And some of those within three weeks, I got a notice uh, saying, hey, most of your cards have been uploaded into Starstock. You can go in and view them. You can start to sell or buy or just price them. And so I did. And and it was fun. Like the first time I saw my cards in there, like I'm hitting sell, 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 because it shows you the highest bid right there and you can accept it right there. And so I sell, 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 sell. It took me a couple of days. And I'm like, am I going to sell the DeMantis Sabonis optic that they gave a Starstock A grade to? And then I got a $50 offer. And I'll probably regret selling that in about three days. But it was fun. I, I'm not going to lie. Like it was, it was fun to take a card like that that I probably paid eight bucks for and sell for 50. So then I started to send more cards in. And I also started to buy and flip more cards. And I got up to the place where, hey, you know what? That balance is pretty high. I, I want to see how long it takes to withdraw some cash. So, guys, after this break, we, we, I need to catch my breath here for a second. But after this break, I want, to, I want to tell you about my cash experience and also some things I'm doing next on Starstock. Maybe you want to try that out. Maybe as you go into the All-Star break, or sorry, after the All-Star break, and you're thinking basketball, um, Starstock is worth testing to save on all those fees and to quick flips, not waiting six days to get a card in the mail and then six days to list it, accept offers and send it out like fast and uh, capitalizing on actual performance and bids and the market. So after the break, more about what's next, at least in, in my adventure with Starstock. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
So yeah, I'm going into my Starstock account right now just to take a look at what I'm doing. I uh, had this experience where, as I've told you, started with 25 bucks and no cards, grew it to 75 or 80, then started sending in cards, cards that I'm not going to grade, cards that I don't want to look at and hold and, you know, just have them collect dust over here. So I've got probably 600 bucks now in that collection and another mm, 60, 50 bucks that is cash in that account that I can withdraw. And I withdrew it. It went straight to my PayPal a day later. Like it was faster than transferring money from my bank to PayPal. That's how quickly this was. And I was impressed. Guys, I am impressed. That's pretty fast access into my actual PayPal account. So way to go, Starstock. I love the the section that has featured cards at the top. Hot deals. You can sort by sport. Best deals under 100 bucks. There it is. Sabonis Optic. Thank you very much. Oh, my word. <laughs> Somebody's selling it for 44 and I pay, I sold mine for, for 50 so I, I feel good. But the Emerging 30. Go in there. NBA fans, right? Go in there and check that out. They have an index of... 30 of the top or hottest rookie prism cards, players of the last several years, the last three years. So Luca at the top, Zion, Tatum, Ja, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, SGA, De'Aaron Fox, Michael Porter Jr., Bam Adebayo, Colin Sexton, Tyler Hero, RJ Barrett, DeAndre Ayton. Should I stop now at Jaron Jackson? I mean, my man Jaron is, I can't wait for that guy to come back. But you can watch. Uh, it actually charts the last 10 weeks or so. You can see in red the weeks when these guys went down and in green the weeks they went up. So right now as it sits March 8, Monday, every Monday this thing updates. As it sits here, there's only a few guys that have gone up several weeks in a row. And wouldn't you know, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Porter Jr. And that might be it. Ah, RJ Barrett, Colin Sexton, go Cavs. So, and then, you know, some of these guys that have been going down for a few weeks, they're going to go back up. Michael Porter Jr. is going to go back up. I don't have to like it, but it's going to happen. Trey Young is going to go back up. Come on. Uh, as the second half playoff push continues and as things like trade deadline, the um, any, any signings, free agency, guys that like are settling into their roles are kind of realizing it's time, it's time to step up. It's time to prove I should have been an all-star, Trey, Ja, Shea, Gilgus, Gilgus. It's time to step up, Tatum. Stop playing like, I mean, I'm actually, I don't care if Tatum steps up or not. But a lot of these guys are going to be super motivated in the second half. And so to go in and say, you know what? I don't know if I want to spend much of the next three months taking photos of cards, listing them, looking at comps on eBay, Getting out the bubble mailers, printing out labels. I don't know what you've done on eBay, but there's just there's a lot and then the fees. And Starstock gives me a dashboard where I can just go in, I can click on my collection. It tells me what it's worth. I can minimize so I can see like 30 cards at a time. And I can look just at basketball. And what I've been doing is looking at uh either cards that might be a bargain right now or players that people might be overlooking right now and putting in lower bids for them at the risk of giving away some of what I'm doing, you guys. Uh, I'm doing this in baseball and football as well because 
even though this is a basketball podcast, nobody's talking about football. It's a buying opportunity, right? Nobody is talking about, in the NBA, guys that might make the Hall of Fame next year. Paul Pierce. What about the future? Dirk Nowitzki. I think there's going to be a a huge Shaquille O'Neal uprising eventually. But right now I'm focusing in on Starstock's prospects. And I go in and there's a section under activity. I can click offers. And so I have offers on Starstock B cards of guys like Justin Herbert and Deshaun Watson and Donovan Mitchell and Jaron Jackson and Wander Frank Franco. Is it Franco? Franco? Randy Arozarena. Like the big names, I'll put in a low offer on their base rookies, often in a star stock B, because people are willing to dump cards. And I'm willing to buy a card for 50 cents today and sell it for three bucks tomorrow. You can even go in and see that the past sales, uh, you know, exact prices of the, the cards that were bought, specific grades or specific rankings for their condition, and see the graph of what it sold for the last, you know, two or three days. And if there's quite a lot of fluctuation, are you listening, Kobe White? Like, there's a lot of ups and downs. Dude, you can buy low and sell high um, within hours, sometimes within minutes. You can go in and see, oh, there's some cards that are, uh, like, I don't know if they realize how good that player is. Or if you're a baseball fan right now, I'm just using this as an example about the preseason, maybe a way to think next NBA season or with some of your rookies that you're like, I, you know, I don't need these sitting in a box somewhere, but I would love to put them out there on Starstock. It emails you when you get offers or when there's a higher bid on your card. And so you could say, huh, maybe I do want to accept that offer. Like I can go into activity and say listings. I have 334 cards listed right now. You guys, 334 cards. And then I click on that listings and it shows me all the listings, but it's in order of which ones have bids that are closer in percentage, like a close percentage to what I'm asking for the price. So there it is. Kevin Porter Jr., Mosaic Base Rookie, Starstock B. I'm asking a dollar. I probably paid 20 cents for that card. Okay, I'm asking a dollar. So that's 5X. But you do that enough times and it starts to snowball. And before you know it, I'm not buying Kevin Porter Jr.'s. I'm buying, you know, better players. Why would I tell you who I'm buying? That's like ridiculous. Go listen to somebody else's podcast. No, just kidding. I would buy, I would buy. Mm, I love buying LeBron's and Luca's. I should probably do that more. I might buy uh, some of the wax that's here on Starstock. Save up a little bit, buy a prism football, prism basketball blaster, mosaic blaster. Save the money for when some of these newer releases get on Starstock. You can send in cards. And if they're newer releases like prism football, or right now Donruss basketball, dude, dude, they let you do it fast pass, which means you're shipping it into Starstock and you write fast pass on the thing. They get those cards in, you know, in there, uploaded in your account in like a matter of days. So if there's a lot of rookies, you just want to stash or you want to put them out there and put a high price on them and just wait and see if anything sells. Or if you accept offers as they come in, like uh, it's, it's a lot easier and, and you know the conditions of the card. So what I'm doing, here's my, I have two boxes, guys. I have one box where I'm like, here's some cards I just don't want to keep around, but they're not rookies. So if they're worth more than a couple bucks, I'm going to send them to Com C because over there, 
a lot of it's the same. I can buy and sell right there. I've got an account and they take pretty much every card I've got. So I'll send those in. And then I've got another box that it's like, these are rookies. And part of my experience though has been in the, I probably sent 150 cards into to Starstock now. Some of them got A's, like Starstock A, and I'm like chuching or I'm holding on to that for a while. Other cards, seriously, uh, B, I'm like, all right, that's average. That's, I, that's, that's at least, I'm glad I did that, or at least I know probably wouldn't have tend on a PSA sub. Uh, but those C's, so I'm starting to look closely and see, like, wait a minute, if this card is going to be a Starstock C, um, do I want it to get that, <laughs> that insult? Or I know that's, that's what they are going to say. That's the legitimate grade. But if you're like me and, and you think, well, I don't know if I would have given it a C, right? Somebody else might've given it a B, B minus, B plus. Like what were they thinking? So I might send those cards though, that I can tell. Yeah. Like that Zion Optic rookie, my son and I ripped an optic blaster a year ago, and it, we videoed it. It was so exciting. He pulled it. He pulled out the Zion Williamson. Oh, Dad, it's off center. I'm like what? First thing he says, right? I'm not sending that card to Starstock. It might Starstock C. Um, even though a Zion C might be worth buying on there, because you can get a good deal, and it's a Zion rookie. Come on, but I don't want to. I don't want to risk my card. Uh, getting downgraded like that. So there's there's some I'm going to send to ComC. And the ones that look maybe mint, maybe gem, I'm sending those in to Starstock. And once they get there, here's the other thing. You guys may know this. Um, you can, if Starstock gives it an A, you can decide, you know what, I don't want to sell it. I'm going to hold that for a while. Or I'll sell it, but I'm putting it out there at like premium price because this could be a 10. Better yet, I've got Starstock's affirmation here. I could submit it to PSA from there. You can, you can, I haven't done that yet. So maybe some of you guys have, and you could say, hey, yeah, that really does, that really does work. I'll, I will say Starstock, I've noticed some of the Starstock A's, they are overpriced. You know, I would not pay premium price for a Starstock A card. I almost never do. I go in and put in an offer that's half or less than half of the asking price. And you guys may not like that. It's, but I'm dealing with a limited amount of resources. You know, I'm not one of those uh, high rolling dealers that's like traveling to Dallas this weekend. I'm just, this is just a side hustle that's fun. And I love following the NBA and talking about it. So I'm going to get off here in a minute and go check out the, the games that are happening tonight. I, uh, I'm super excited, like as we all are, to see the NBA back um, af- after the weekend. But, but no, I, I am uh, going to take every advantage of the way this platform is set up. I do wonder, this, this was another thing that I, that I just was floored by how well Starstock responded to this. My second submission, it was taking a while. And I'm like, I don't know, is this going to be two weeks? Is this going to be five months? Like, we don't know when we send our cards in. You guys feel me? How long is it going to be till I know what this card is worth? Or am I getting it back? Uh, they sent me an email and said, hey... We've had a real big backlog, you know, Christmas and New Year's, tons of people sending cards in. We're sorry for the delay. We're working around the clock. And by the way, we've added a $20 credit to your account as a, as a courtesy and, and sorry for the inconvenience on the, on the delay. I'm like, are you serious? All of a sudden went falsetto. Are you serious? Like, I'm the guy who sent in 25 bucks and a bunch of cards 
and you're giving me 20 more dollars to build this snowball and it's and it's right now it is guys this is not the meat of my collection these are the cards that I didn't want to grade I just didn't want them to sit in a box somewhere and do nothing for me so I have been able to as I bought and sell cheaper cards get into some larger or some better cards and some of that has meant basketball looking for uh, I think it's where I have a Julius Randle and Jeremy Grant and some of these prism rookies that these players are starting to stand out. And I want to buy before um, their household names or they're traded to the Lakers and they become like champions uh, or they're, they get signed by the Nets like everybody right now. I wanted to buy in because I, I believe in Jeremy Grant, Malik Beasley. I believe in Julius Randle. There, there's a number of those players that you've, you've heard me talk about already that I think uh, – when you're looking at all the Zion box scores, I'm saying Brandon Ingram is phenomenal. I'm saying watch out for that dude as well. You, you guys have seen it. Like we, we just marvel at what LaMelo Ball is doing. But one of the best flips I've had on Starstock is Malik Monk. It's Miles Bridges. And yeah, yeah, PJ Washington. Now there's a tease, right? PJ, like two weeks ago, PJ Washington, I did false that again. PJ had 42 points in a game. I'm like, what happened? What Did he just go like beast mode on Madden? Wait a minute, that's, that's football. PJ's pretty talented though, so I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, I was able to make money flipping these guys around LaMelo because I wasn't going to pay 200 and you didn't either, right? 100 bucks for a hoops LaMelo on eBay. Uh, check out Starstock. Think ahead. Be willing to not pay the premium for the Starstock A's or the PSA 10s, but look, there's money to be made. I don't know. I don't want to say a bottom feeder. I want to say as a smart investor. That could be finding awesome cards of established superstars like Luca and buying his Starstock B, putting in offers for 20 different cards. You know, as many of the Tatums and Mitchells and ADs and KDs, like all of the 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 all stars, you could just go in and say, "I'm going to put a hundred bucks in and put bids for, you know, twenty bucks on all the rookies of all the all stars." And if you get one or two or three accepting your offers, I mean, celebrate. Some people are in this to just sell and get rid of it and build equity. That's your balance of money and use it on Top Shot. Good good luck with that. Some of you actually are having a lot of good luck with that. My point is, you can get in to Starstock right now. You can identify young players or cards that aren't moving as fast as their Prism Silvers and say, like I have, hey, Darius Garland, hey, Colin Sexton, hey, DeAndre Hunter, hey, Malik Beasley, hey, I don't want to say any more names because I don't want you buying out the Cam Johnsons underneath me. Can't wait for the Donruss ones to get uploaded so we can jump in on quickly. Pritchard. I like Halliburton, of course. I like Maxi. Uh, Wiseman's coming down. So get in there. Figure that out. You'll be glad you did. I also think there's something where these um, card collections that are in a vault somewhere that we can trade with ease, I think that's part of the future of the hobby, a big part of it. So that's my story. I'll give you guys updates on it. I need to go check the box scores. You're probably watching games. But this has been episode five, Hoops and Cards. Friends, it's all I can do to not tell you about our next two guests coming up. 
So uh, just just know that I am chasing down some of the movers and shakers in the basketball, in the sports card hobby, and in the business. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to spend a couple hours at a big card show in our area. So there may be some sights and sounds and some some dealer dimes that they're going to drop for us of nuggets of wisdom, or just just to hear these guys talk about their cards is is enough for me, man. So anyway, it's been great. Hoops and Cards, guys, like us, subscribe uh, at Hoops and Cards on Instagram, Hoops and Cards Podcast at Gmail. I'm Gary Underwood. Love talking basketball with you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yeah, everybody, that's a wrap for episode five. Uh, I tend to ramble, but thank you for listening. Excited about Starstock. I am, uh, like I said, packing up a big shipment, and uh, I'd love to hear how you're doing it. There have been several great podcasts. In fact, a weekly Starstock podcast I've started listening to, so I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel. I just wanted to tell my story and uh, refer you guys to uh, to what I'm finding, man. That That is... Just a platform with nothing but upside as far as I'm concerned, as long as they can keep up with this insane market, right? So yeah, thank you again. This has been Gary Underwood, Hoops and Cards.